Dawn and Steve have Caleb and John in the studio for live songs. Their God Story coming up this hour. It's Moody Tunes. Well, you guys know the song Hallelujah Feeling, right? I know a lot of us are saying, yeah, I love that song. And, and for me, that's one of the ones I love playing early in the morning because it helps me wake up in the studio here. When I roll in and I, I'm tired, I'm like, we got to get that song rolling. So we're going to hear that in just a little bit. But before we do, got to meet the guys, Caleb and John, in hey, studio with us this morning. And Howdy. How did the two of you end up playing together as a duo? Yeah, well, so we were introduced by a mutual friend. Before we met, uh, we were doing just solo artist stuff, just independently. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, just a mutual friend uh, had said to me, he's like, hey, I think you should meet my friend John. I think, you know, I know you're doing your own stuff, but, like, I feel like you guys might be good if you work together. But, you know, something to explore. So we met up for uh, breakfast uh, at Puffy Muffin on Puffy. tax day oh, of yeah. 2022. Yeah, fun fact. So only like <laughs> in the middle of COVID. Yeah, mi- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, pretty much, pretty much, hand sanitized and everything. And uh, <laughs> and so we're coming up on just two years of knowing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, hit it off immediately, and we're like, well, uh, we like each other. Yeah. So we're like, could we make it work musically? So we locked ourselves in my studio for a couple days, like 16 hours over two days, and we're like. We're, at the end of it, we were pretty confident that, like, hey, I think God might be doing something here. So, um, and so we, we, uh, Lord's been just really faithful and, and mm-hmm. provided us a lot of opportunity to just, um, uh, just tell the gospel with our music. And yeah. he's been good. Now, why did your friend think, or your mutual friend think that you guys would get along? Is it because you both play guitar? You have a similar heart for the Lord? Like, because your music styles were just a skosh different, weren't they? I don't know. I will say, um, we, so our music styles were very different, but Caleb and I have never, you know, argued. We, I mean, we've, there have been times where we're yes, like, we <laughs> <laughs> there, well, there's okay. never been, you know, there's never been a time where there's been a tough, like, I don't agree with this or, and I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, kind of what they saw, but mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely, it was an easy, immediate, I like this guy. Let's, let's just see if we can figure out the music thing. And then, yeah. Like he said, 16 hours over two days, uh, and we figured it out, and God just opened doors since. So it was kind of yeah, just an obvious, thing. yeah. Yeah. Love that. yeah, that's cool. So 16 hours is uh, quite a bit of time to pack into two days there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But what was it at the end of that 16 hours that you're like, yeah, this is it? I mean, the, you, you two obviously got along well enough, but what made you think that this could go from just being a, a, a fun little thing we do together? Like, I see God in this somehow. Mm, yeah. Well, we talked about, you know, the, the first day, after we left the first day, we were like, eh, I, I, I don't know yet. I'm not sure yet. Because, like, we had tried, like, writing a song, and we weren't successful at writing a song. Um, we had tried a couple different things, but it, it wasn't like 100%. We're like, eh, this is, this is a huge, you know, this is a, a done deal. But um, the second day, we came in, and I was like, you know what, let's just... Let's forget about trying to write a song and let's just jam for a little bit. As crazy as that sounds, let's yeah. just jam. And, you know, so John plays the piano. I play the piano. He plays guitar. I play guitar. And then we both play electric as well. And so, like, let's just switch off some instruments and just kind of find a groove and find something where it's like if we can play together musically and just actually be in this um, – then I think that we have a good shot of at least trying something. And so we did, and uh, we really, like, just hit this kind of groove. We're like, oh, man, yeah, we're, like, in the same pocket. Like, we're really jiving and like, our playing styles and all that. Um, and then uh, after that, we're like, yeah, I think this is mm-hmm. this is it. And we we tried out a couple covers, playing some covers, and, like, just really felt like we could mesh musically yeah. then. And we walked out of there, and we're like, 
let's give this a shot. Oh, yeah. Guess and, we're yeah. going to be Caleb and John. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in the midst of that, too, we had some really great conversations about, you know, what we wanted our ministry yeah. to be about. Um, because at the end of the day, we, you know, we're like, let's do music, to get music together, but this is going to be Christian music. And we don't just want this to be some musical thing about, you know, making us look good. We want this to be a ministry where we can reach people and encourage yeah. people. Um, and so we had some great conversations and we were very, very much so on the same page about that. And so I think that was another thing where yep. it was just an obvious. Yep. Yeah, we're like our core mission of what we want to sing about, if this duo works out, is we want to sing about hope and the mm -hmm. hope of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what you've done through Hallelujah Feeling. I know that we were at CMB, which is Christian oh, yeah. something. Music something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I know what the acronym is. <laughs> uh, so we were there and we heard you guys sing this song and we were like dancing <laughs> right there at the table. It was super, super fun. And so tell us, th this is an encouraging song, right? Steve says he has to hear it. So he's waking up in the morning. Yes. But tell us a little bit about the thought, Caitlin and John, behind Hallelujah Feeling. By the way, if you're up and on Facebook this morning, look for Don and Steve because you will see the guys as we go live here <laughs> on Facebook. But what's behind Hallelujah Feeling? Yeah, um, so... I remember we went in to write the song and I was having a rough day, but we had already, you know, made up our minds. Our friend was like, let's write a song about a hallelujah feeling. And so I remember going into it. It was just a tough season for me. My parents were in the middle of a divorce and I I was in, I was about to get married. So I was trying to wrap my, my head around that. And so walking into this co-write, I remember thinking, I don't know what a hallelujah feeling is. I don't even know if I want to write about it, but we already decided, we made up our minds we're going to do that. So we started writing about it, and, you know, we got the verses that say, some days I'll climb the mountain, some days I'll touch the clouds, some days my best friends, or my best friend my best friend can be the whole car, the cold, hard ground words this morning. It's early. But, you know, through that, it kind of gave me the freedom to feel how I was feeling, but also I was able to recognize that we have a hope in Christ. And it's not just a hope that he we're going to be with him in heaven one day, we have this hope that he is with us in every single moment and he knows what we're going through and he's, you know, with us and he's yeah. fighting for us. Yeah. I mean, really the heartbeat of the song is Romans 15, 13. I pulled it up. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, Come on. you may abound in hope. And so mm -hmm. it's not saying, so that there's a, a feeling or a joy and a peace that does not come from circumstances, doesn't come from what's going on in your life, but it comes from the power of the Holy Spirit as you believe. Um, and so that's that's the heartbeat of the song. That's why we wrote it, and that's what we hope people will get out of it. Let's hear it. Moody Tunes, Caleb and John, and Hallelujah Feeling. <laughs> I got that hallelujah feeling down in my soul. Come on. Some days I climb the mountains, some days I touch the clouds, and some days my best friend has been the cold, hard ground. But there's mercy new each morning, there's comfort through the night. My eyes are fixed on Jesus, and I'm gonna be alright. I got that
because it's raining doesn't mean the sun won't shine there's a season for the struggle and a season for the prize but my hope is never faded because it's anchored in the truth my father goes before me and his joy will see John here on Moody Tunes. Love that man. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall the first time you guys really jammed together. Oh, I, like, oh man. really. It was a loose. good time. We should I have bet that it. was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was cool. It was amazing. Well, that was good. Caleb and John.com to connect with them. We'll uh, connect you through our social media as well. And we're live on uh, Facebook, streaming live this morning. So I encourage you to check that out. Back with the guys in about three minutes on Moody Radio. This is definitely one of those mornings you want to find us on Facebook because you're missing out if you don't get to see Caleb and John in action. Our Moody Tunes guest, and we'll have more music coming up because that's what we do. But just kind of a newer duo to the CCM scene. All right, guys. It's just us. How's it been? What's CCM like? (laughs) CCM is great. The people here are amazing. You guys are amazing. We've... uh, I feel like we've ran into some really cool people. So, I mean, my experience has been fantastic so far. Yeah, and so a fun fact about me and John is that before we became a duo, we were doing some solo artist stuff, but we were also playing as backup musicians for other Mm -hmm. artists. Mm -hmm. Um, So before we came out with Hallelujah Feeling, John played on the road with Katie Nicole for a year, Mm -hmm. um, and then I played with a few different bands like Kane and Wilson, uh, Micah Tyler, a couple others. 
Um, and so we've actually we've kind of been in the CCM scene, but not as artists not for, as, for quite right. a while. So mm-hmm. when we became artists, it's like, well, we're still seeing the same old people, uh, sure. yeah. you know, but it's it's been amazing. It's like, you know, we, we wouldn't do any other genre of music um, as artists because it's just there's such a, you know, music is fun and we love being fun. But there's the, the extra message that, hey there is a God and he loves you and he cares about you. Mm. That's what makes it special for us. Oh yeah. 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 It's so cool. And if you're wondering what is CCM, that's contemporary Christian music. (laughs) And so everybody out there that that, that contemporary Christian music, what we're talking about here, but very different going from being just a member of the band to now you're the guy with the microphone on the stage talking between the songs, singing the songs. Yeah. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, they're the, the, the keyboard player. Or, yeah. yeah, bass player. Yeah. No, now they know your name. Yeah. So what has that transition been like for you guys? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so it's it is funny. They have a they have a saying for it. it's like ten ten feet from the the spotlight where it's like we're on the same stage, but we're kind of we're, yeah. we're about ten feet away from you know the artist. But um, I, I will say it hasn't really changed our day to day lives, and it like we're not recognizable names or faces. It's like so no one's uh, we've never been. I've, at least I've never been. Just stopped the public like, hey, you're Caleb from Caleb with John. Um, but uh, yet, uh, yeah, yep. yet, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We did go on a, a cruise with about three thousand um, like highly intense Christian music fans mm-hmm. uh, recently, and that was wild because mm-hmm. like once no one knew who we were at first, but once we did our first set, they knew who we were. Yeah, and then oh my gosh, we got stopped everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was wild, but people were just telling us you know what it, an impact our, our songs made on them. You know, it's like you said, Steve, like just waking them up in the morning and like kind of you know getting them in a, in a, a joyful and peaceful you know uh, place when they go into difficult situations or whatever. And um, so I. That, that's been, I, I will say, the incredible blessing of it. Because, like, when you write a song, you're writing it in a small little room, and you're not sure who, who what impact it's going to make. But then actually seeing that impact in real time um, makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. I will say it, it was um, just thinking about going from not being the artist to being the artist. I remember there was a time we were playing. We were opening for Zach Williams when I was playing with Katie. Yeah. Uh, there was a time we were opening for Zach Williams, and... We're like, oh, we got to see this show, Zach Williams. This is going to be great. And so we played our set, got off the stage, and we're like, okay, we're just going to hop in the back, and this is going to be great. And we get to the back, and um, obviously, I'm people weren't swarming me, but people started get like, you know, coming around Katie, and we're like, oh, we can we get a picture and stuff. And so we had to get Katie out at some point, just because we weren't even going to be able to watch the show. Um, but I remember thinking, because Caleb and I, a part of our stories, we were signed. And we were still on the road. And while we were on the road with these other artists, we were writing songs and, you know, shooting each other uh, voice memos and stuff of ideas. Um, So I was like, okay, well, we're about to do this artist thing. And, you know, I'm just going to enjoy this time when I can watch a Zach Williams show. (laughs) And uh, but and so we were on the Caleb cruise. And I remember thinking, I don't I don't know about how. uh, I, I mean, I just remember thinking this is kind of where things change uh, because we were just talking to everyone and we were taking pictures and, yep. but we were able to see all the shows and it was, it was a good time. <laughs> no doubt you have a good time. And this is a high energy thing. What you've been called to, what the Lord is equipping you to do high energy when you're writing and when you're not feeling it, John, it's like, okay, Lord, how are you going to meet me? But in your lives, like right now, because the star is rising, what does obedience look like? Mm. What does surrender look like? Because it's hard to rise sometimes to to ride the star as well as tend to your own walk with the Lord and not neglect one or the other. 
Mm-hmm. Mm, that's right. Well, um, <clears throat> I know for me, being obedient is, yeah, continually, uh, and my wife also just moved, my wife and I also just moved uh, down from kind of more in Nashville, Nashville, we just moved to Columbia, so, you know, it's like, I've been, <laughs> this Sunday, I got off the tour bus and drove directly to this new church that we'd never been to, <laughs> and yeah. met my wife there, and and so, you know, it's just, it's it's being present and being able to find a body of believers mm-hmm. Um Every Sunday that you possibly can when you're in town and when you're out on the road, John and I, we do Bible study together pretty much every day. And so we want to take care of our spirits uh, while we're doing this, you know, because uh, nobody else will. You know, people will, will love the music, but if our spirits are decaying underneath that, that mm-hmm. there's no there's no real value or purpose to, to what we're what we're doing is what we think and believe. Um, and so. Being obedient, yes, taking care of taking care of our, our marriages at home and mm-hmm. um, taking care of the people we love, and then also being faithful um, to to this and just continuing to write songs and build so that um, we be able to just continue to bless people in the future. Mm-hmm. I, I think you touched on community there too. I think that's yep. been a really big thing for me, like staying at whenever I'm home. I'll I mean I'm leading worship at my church in two weeks, I think, but you know, we're, we try to stay as plugged in as possible. And we have people around us that are just pushing us to stay in the word and all, all the things. And so I think keeping, keeping obedient to God for me, a lot of that looks like just when I'm home, I'm surrounding myself with people. And when I'm on the road, you know, I'm texting people back home, uh, and we're able to, we've got community built in here. So for sure, it's yeah. a, yeah, it's just person being a duo. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Well, you uh, talk about being in community and such an important thing to do, but also as you're out on the road, as you're writing songs, as you're doing all these things, asking the Lord, all right, give us a message. What can we share? Mm-hmm. How can we encourage other people? And so out of that come all sorts of songs. Somebody like me, what is kind of the backstory of this song? Yeah, well, this so this song is really we we feel like the the heartbeat of the duo um because John and I come from different backgrounds you know I'm a pastor's kid you know uh raised in raised in church and all that was there every time the doors were open and John found Jesus a little bit later in life around 18 or so right mm-hmm. yeah um and uh but you know what it it doesn't matter where you come from and it doesn't matter just all the places that you've been if God God can change somebody like me God can change someone like John, and God can change somebody like you. And that's the primary message where it does not matter. Um, every uh, Everything that you've done up to this point, um, in terms of like the things that are, are are against you, you know, in the sight of God can be taken away um, because Jesus can truly change anybody's life, and we believe that. Well, let's take a listen to uh, the song Somebody Like Me, Caleb and John on Moody Tunes. child of a loving father I'm a part of the family his mercy sweet like summer and he's always welcoming so if you feel like you're going under or come and fall on amazing grace cause he's a God who can walk on water and his love can change somebody like me somebody like you you come as you open you leave if you're feeling broken, running out of hope, then Well, just look how his love set free Somebody like me 
Somebody like me should be buried under all my mistakes. Six feet under what I've done. But now I'm covered by the weight of his grace. Hallelujah for the blood that saved. Yeah. Somebody like me, somebody like you. You come as you are when you leave brand new. If you're feeling broken, running out of hope, then just look how his love set free. Somebody like me. Caleb and John, somebody like me. Well done, guys. Man, thank you. More live music on the way, as well as three questions that we ask every artist who comes in for Moody Tunes. Those are coming up in three minutes on Moody Radio. Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. And we hope you'll join us on Facebook as we are live with our Moody Tunes guest. It's Caleb and John. (laughs) And we have three really deep theological questions we ask every Moody Tunes artist. Uh Are you ready? There we go. Got your seatbelt on? These are really, really tough. So, John, we'll start with you. Oh, no. Favorite meal ever? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it um, is kind of tough, but probably not the way you thought. Right? Yes. Uh, let me think. So, my wife makes this amazing. It's like chicken, and I honestly don't know what it is, but she puts it in the crock pot. and it's the greatest thing ever to come home, and that's just hot and ready. So. I'll say my wife's whatever she puts in the crock pot. That chicken. Yeah. Now we need the recipe. So if she's listening this morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's probably asleep right now. (laughs) As as all sane people are. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb. What about you? Uh, It's gonna be revealing about my personality. My answer. The difference between mine and John's personality. Um, Going out to eat a nice medium rare uh, filet mignon (laughs) with grilled asparagus and. where we're gonna go with some mashed potatoes with butter and gravy yeah, on the yeah. side. I have to I have to tell a story real quick. <laughs> yeah. So 
my it was my anniversary and Caleb and I were out. Um, we had like a show somewhere. And so uh, my wife and I went out to go get dinner and Caleb was like, oh, yeah, I'll go get dinner, too. And then we'll meet back up. Y'all can have happy you know, first have anniversary. Your, have your first anniversary. Have some space. So my wife and I, we went to downtown um, Louisville. Da- yeah, that's yep. right. It was Louisville, and we got some great food, and it was, there was live music. It was awesome. So we get back, and we find out Caleb literally spent more money than us. Bought like three different I, main cores. It was the my, funniest. My thing. eyes were a little bigger than my stomach. I do like some good food. I went to a seafood restaurant, and uh, yeah, it turns out I did spend almost double what the two of them combined <laughs> oh. spent on dinner. Oh, but now, and, Caleb, you are speaking our love language like that would be our go-to oh, favorite man. around yeah. here is yeah. a good filet yeah. medium rare mm, yep. all good although i have learned of late just order it rare because most chefs that is true tend oh. to overcook a little i right? hate to say that because chefs are great at what yeah. they do and yet it, it it happens more times than not so i've just mm. decided all right we're it's going true. rare in that way That's i got fair. a 50 50 shot <laughs> okay artists that caleb and john of course we'll do this individually an artist that you might be listening to on a playlist right now all right, Caleb, you, you're in the hot seat first this time. Okay, um, so right now, um, I was just telling John about this. Uh, an artist, incre- like a musical genius of our time named Jacob Collier, just put out uh, a remake, and a completely a cappella remake of Bridge Over Troubled Waters mm-hmm. um, and, and featured John Legend and Tori Kelly on it. And it is unbelievable because he's one of like the best in terms of like musical minds of our generation mm-hmm. and then with two of the best voices of our generation singing lead on it completely a cappella it's going to win the, a grammy this year for wow. sure wow okay, all right gotta write, that oh, yeah. write that down yep <laughs> oh yeah you heard it here first <laughs> is that the same for you john um i i'd heard i haven't listened to that one yet uh but i'm excited to go listen to it i was last night i was doing the dishes and i was listening to the eagles um yes oh nice. yeah my dad was a big old eagle yeah. fan yeah um so yeah uh i feel like the eagles and then you can put we the kingdom in there too because they have the same the same sound and they're just incredible <laughs> all right so i'm going to dinner with caleb and i'm going yeah. to a concert with you Jim. okay that's fair that's fair all right last uh the three questions here who has been your biggest human influence on your faith journey John, we'll start with you. Oh, man. Um, you don't have to say me, John. No. It's, it's Caleb. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, so I had, um, he was my youth pastor for a long time. Man, I haven't even, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but um, we keep in touch. Uh, he, he texted, he's been texting me a lot lately and on the cruise and stuff. Uh, but he, uh, I think when I gave my life over to Christ and because I was, I was in church, but it was just more of, I was going because everyone else was going. And, uh, I think when I gave my life over to Christ, he was the one who was kind of just there for me. And he walked me through, I felt like he walked me through a lot of, um, it, just the weird transitions that happen when you become a Christian and when you're the whole sanctification process, when you're, you know, trying to turn your life around and not hang out with certain people and not do certain things anymore. And, um, but yeah, his name was Tim. His, his name is Tim. He's still alive. Still alive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's a great guy. I can't speak highly enough of him. Yeah. All right, Caleb. Yeah. And for me, uh, it's gotta be my dad. Um, so yeah, my dad's done ministry for 35 years and, uh, you know, a lot of pastor's kids or, you know, pastor's kids that I've been friends with have, have fallen away from the faith because oftentimes I think that they, they see the behind the scenes, 
of, you know, things can get rough behind the scenes of, of churches. And, you yeah. know, anyone who's been involved in a church for a long time knows that. And, um, you know, I, and I, but I, I, I truly think what a lot of it comes down to is if their dad is the same person on or off the plat on and off the platform. Um, and my dad always was, uh, he was always, he, he practiced exactly what he preached or he tried his very best to. And if he didn't live up to it, he would tell me and he would apologize, you know? And, uh, and he was always very, just very like upright and very, uh, genuine and still is to this day. All he wants to do is tell people about Jesus and how Jesus changed his life when he was like 24 years old. And, mm. um, and uh, yeah, so he's he's definitely been the biggest biggest influence on my faith. Love that. Well, we're going to come back in just a few minutes and uh, hear a little bit more of the God story behind uh, Caleb and John and more music in the studio as well. Got a couple more songs we're going to try and squeeze in. So stay with us. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Well, we've got Caleb and John <laughs> in the studio with us. Sorry. 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 I know Doing the off-air conversations sometimes are even better than ones that happen <laughs> on the air, but we're glad to have you guys <laughs> in the, the studio with us this morning, and we're going to squeeze in another song or two if we can. But I want to back up just a second here because, Caleb, you mentioned you were raised in a, a pastor's home and grew up in the church. At a certain point, though, that faith that you had been hearing about had to become real for you. Yeah. You couldn't uh, ride dad's coattails, even if yeah. he was the pastor, right? Absolutely. And so when did your faith become your own? Yeah, so <clears throat> so my I, I grew up and my dad, you know, would always tell us about, you know, a man named Jesus who who was God and who wanted to like come into our heart. And so I of of and he said, you know, I can't do that for you. You've got to do that of your own free will if you want Jesus to be in your heart. And so I remember I, I heard a, um, just our, my children's pastor in children's church one day when I was like four years old was was also talking about Jesus and how he could be in our hearts. And I was like, I think I want to do that. So when I got home, I didn't ask my parents or anything like that. I just knelt by the the uh, the bunk beds that my brother and I used to share and uh, just asked Jesus to be in my heart. And so that was when that was my first self act of I want I want to be a Christian and follow Jesus and then it's just it just kind of develops as you go you know what I mean it's like mm -hmm. we 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 have faith in what we know with the best of our abilities at the time and so I mean I just continued to you know just continued to understand and continued to read the Bible and um, just of my own free will and then you know I think in in middle school like we went to we went to um, like a really big church in Missouri for a little while um, and uh, I learned a lot about God there and just I don't know it's like there are certain stages where you're just like I need to just make sure that I'm continually just giving my life this new phase of my life to Jesus so I, I felt like I, I've, I've kind of always done it. And then, you know, that was tested when I went off to college um, here in Nashville. I went to Belmont and, and uh, you know, that is, are you going to serve Jesus there? And, you know, I, I really, I did and found a, a good local church to get plugged into and continued to grow my faith by myself. And um, yeah, it's just kind of in stages, you know, it's, yeah. it's really interesting how it all, how it all played out by now the, the grace Lord of God. pursues us, he doesn't does. he? He yeah. really does. He and does. John, you know that, Caleb, you know that. And yeah. Caleb and John, the Lord brings together to make music. And you've got a song that we want to hear and it's called Missing Jesus. Yeah. All right. We always love to know the back story behind this one yeah oh man absolutely yeah well so really again you know what john and i want to sing about is hope we said that that's from the day one of, of us meeting we said that's what we want to that's what we want to sing about um and you know i think that it's it's really easy especially with you know we, we had a song that a lot of people like and um and all that it's really easy to get wrapped up in oh what's the next song what are we going to put out what are we going to do next mm. can we go on tour can we do this and can we do that and it's very easy to slip into just you know, working really hard 
to make music that glorifies God, but not glorifying God in our own personal lives. It's easy to do that, and we both felt the pull of that, and, mm-hmm. and we hold each other accountable, and you know, um, and we're very involved in each other's lives, making sure that we're staying on track. And um, you know, just one day I had the idea that, like, you know, everything that we're doing, every song that we sing, every lyric we write, it's all worth nothing if it's missing Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, let's let's write a song about that. And so funny, that was while John was on tour with Katie <laughs> Nicole, and he was supposed to be on a Zoom for the writing session, and the bus Wi-Fi broke, yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't join in. But Caleb always says, while we wrote Missing Jesus, we were missing John. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we don't want to miss the song this morning. Yeah. It's Caleb and John playing Missing Jesus on Moody Tunes, Don and Steve in the morning. One, two, three, four. I could have seen him in the sunset, but I didn't have the time. I could have seen him on the sidewalk, but I let him walk right by. Too busy staring at my phone when He tried to catch my eye It's funny how You can still get lost While you're standing in the light It might be time to change The things I'm chasing after Cause I don't want to gain the world And lose what matters Cause this life ain't really living If this life's the only Like a song without a rhythm Like a heart without a beat What's a man without a mission It's like a car without a key Don't wanna be so caught up in the good That I leave the best behind It's funny how you can be so wrong While you're trying to get it right It might be time to change the things I'm chasing now
That is Caleb and John missing Jesus here on Don and Steve in the morning. Moody Tunes, glad you're with us. More with the guys coming up in three minutes on Moody Radio. We've got Caleb and John in the studio with us, and uh, if Don gets Facebook Live going again, you will see them there. But uh, yeah, that uh, we got one more song coming up in, in just a minute. But before we do, we uh, heard Caleb a little bit of your story of how you met Jesus. We didn't hear yours yet, John. I know you didn't grow up in the pastor's uh, family, pastor's house. Not. And Caleb already uh, said you, you came to faith a little bit uh, older than he was when he came to faith. So when did that happen for you? Sure. Yeah. So um, I guess to set the scene a little bit. I, I grew up going to church, uh, but it was very much so uh, just everyone went. And so it was a cultural kind of thing. Uh, so I never, I mean, I, I knew all the stories and I knew the right answers to most questions so I could get by. Um, w- but I, I'd never really given my life over to him. And I had seen a lot of things that I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I even want to be a Christian. But that, I mean, just that took me down some, it took me down some paths where I was just doing stuff that it, you know, looking back, I'm like, I, well, I definitely don't want to be that. And so I was, you know, kind of going down a very, um, just a, a reckless road. I was living, just doing stupid things. And so I remember my sister, so I have five sisters, the one who's directly younger than me, uh, her and I would send each other music all the time. And so she sent me this song. And uh, I saw it was a Christian song, and I was like, I, I'm i not about that. I'm not about Christian music. I just, I'm going to keep on listening to whatever I'm listening to. And uh, so for six months, every time she heard that song, she would pray it over me, and she would think about me, and she'd say, God, just get a hold of John. And so six months later, I come across the song on a playlist. I didn't even know it was the song she sent me, but I was listening to it. I was like, oh man, I just started crying. Speaking of me living reckless, there's the song Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And I was just a mess. It messed me up. Uh, and so I naturally sent it to my sister. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you got to listen to this song. And she said, <laughs> yeah. And she said, uh, she said, John, I, I've been praying this. I sent this song to you months ago and I've been praying that song over you for months now. And so uh, that was, um, you know, like I said earlier, that was kind of the beginning of my whole uh, sanctification. I was saved. I gave my life to Christ, but yeah. started the sanctification process and the rest is history. So. Uh, love that. Well, unfortunately, uh, we don't have time to go too much deeper and too many more subjects, but we've got time to squeeze in one more song here. I nice. understand you guys got uh, Jesus and each other. Oh, oh yeah. Ready yeah. To rock and roll? Oh, here? yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's take oh, a listen. Come on. Woo. Let's see, are we in C right now? Let's see. Ah, there we yeah. go. One, two, three, You're praying for a ray of sunshine Feels like you're stuck in the shade And Lord knows that you have seen some brighter days So come on and bring your burden to a brother now Come on and let me share that weight You don't have to be the only one to carry that pain Wherever you go, know that I'll be beside you Whether that storm till it's finally behind you
bottom makes a good foundation but you don't have to build it alone cause a house without a family won't never feel like home oh come on and bring your burden to your brother now come on and let me share that weight you don't have to be the only one to carry that pain wherever you go know that i'm gonna be there i'm telling you friend there's something we don't need it's running like no other we've got jesus in each other You're not strong 